Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Three, two, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh. <laughs> hey, buzzers, welcome to After Buzz TV Arrow After Show. My name is Ali Kona Bradford, and don't forget, you can be watching us live on YouTube. If you are, you can join our conversation, hashtag ABTV Arrow, and we'll also play some trivia, so make sure you get involved with that. But in the meantime, I want to pass it on over to my co-host to the left. Hi, Lex Michael, Twitter handle at the Lex Michael. I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. I'm Katie Cullen. Hi, my buddies. You can find me on Twitter at Kiajet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. And for those of you who are a little confused by our opening theme, Semi-Charmed Life is about crystal meth. Okay, thank you for that public service announcement. I did not know that. Speaking of, I mean, there was a lot of drug usage going on in And that's why we played it. This <laughs> evening. That's why we played it. <laughs> but I want to first start kicking it off by the new Team Arrow and how they're starting to buck up a little bit to Oliver and how we feel about this situation. Did anybody else get a little rattled and irritated? Because I was. Not the time, dude. Not the thank time. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I kept thinking was Mom and Dad should not argue in front timing. of the children. Although I suppose Mom and Dad would be uh, Oliver and Diggle, so. Yeah. yeah. Dad, I mother, just Diggle. feel like, don't <laughs> okay. talk back to your father. <laughs> <laughs> that conversation either should have happened when he first stepped in, but... It, like you said, bad timing. I'm just going to jump right into it. When lo- someone is laying on the table, tripping, and could potentially, I don't know, die, die? maybe, uh-huh. it's really not the time to argue. Just let Oliver, since he's used to running the show, for those 30 seconds that you need to tend to this person, let him run the show. Who cares? Well, and I think Roy also still has feelings for Thea. Obviously. And by, I think, I mean, they bludgeoned us with it. Nah. And so that clouds his judgment. Oliver wasn't there. He had to step up as leader. Now Thea's involved and this and that and the other. And yeah. I think Roy felt like he was being the white knight. I'm going to stand up for you and I am your man. (laughs) Thea doesn't need a white knight. I concur. She needs a paladin. Ha, 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 ha. And you're just like, no, Katie. No, (laughs) she needs a ranger. (laughs) That could work, too. (laughs) I just feel like... There was a lot of, and maybe they were trying to make the point, the producers had mentioned in articles before that they want Oliver to deal with this new version of Team Arrow and the fact that it's now going to be more of a democracy versus he's the leader and it's just whatever he says goes. But at the same time, he's been running the show for so long. Granted, occasionally he makes poor decisions, but for the most part, he's been pretty effective well, he's, the yeah. last three seasons. He's still unquestionably the most qualified for this job. Right. Right. Yes. 
And so I get, okay, and then here's my thing. Y'all know I love me some Felicity, but I was getting really ticked off at her, too. Bad timing, first of all. Second of all, it's like she grew her lady balls, and now all of a sudden, now that she's disowned all of them. Waving them around. Yeah, she's just, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I get what she's saying, but... Mm, I'm going to disagree with you. Okay, go ahead. One, she had better timing in that she waited until Thea had got upstairs and Mom and Dad actually had a chance to talk. She wasn't fighting in front of the kids. Two, she has a really good point. And she is one... mm, I hesitate to say that she is the person that has been jerked around the most by Oliver's presence, absence, presence, what she views as a betrayal. Right. Her poor heart. But not even her poor heart. Her poor morals. Mm. You're working with Merlin. Why? And so I think she has a really good point. I think Oliver needed to hear it. And I think it needed to come as a harsh reality check or it would not have sunk in. Because Oliver doesn't deal in anything that isn't a harsh reality check. He is not subtle. No. Yeah, but you know, I will say he did take it very well. He did. He did, yeah. it, they didn't. The show didn't dwell on him having an ego about it. He sat and had a calm conversation with Diggle. Diggle made his points, and he said, "Oh, okay." And then all of a sudden, was inviting Laurel to come along the next journey. Well, he's used to arguing with Roy. I don't think he's used to Felicity hitting him in the face with the truth oh, quite very much that so. badly. So when she's ticked off enough to say something and deliver it in that manner, it's well worth listening to. Because Felicity doesn't fly off the handle that badly that often. There was a lot of Oliver looking stunned in this episode. It was great. It was a lot. It was fantastic. There was if it, when when this is uh, on Netflix or if you digitally download it or if it's on Hulu. There's a wonderful drinking game to be played here. Every time he stares into the distance with that that sadness after somebody lays into him like that, just shot. I just want macros like what just happened or what did I miss or I've been gone for a month. You I just you know get that stunned what face and caption it was something. I want to see what you guys come up with. Yes. Please tweet those to me. I will love you forever. Nice. I will say, though, when Diggle did talk to Oliver, because Oliver seems to be the most receptive to Diggle, because oh, yeah. Diggle talks to him like a man-to-man conversation. It's and, mom and dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. and They're Diggle... Very, you know, yeah, that's a very good way to look at it. But Diggle is very pro-Laurel in this situation, in this show, and part of me understood, but the other part of me thinks that Oliver is right and that she is just not ready for a lot of things. I applaud her efforts. I applaud her heart and where she's going with it, but there are a lot of things as we saw twice. Really? Twice you got shot by Vertigo? <laughs> right in the throat. Whoa. And I love her. I'm not hating. I'm just saying like that just comes with time and with training, so just be wary of where you just dump somebody in a situation. Right. Well, I would... Keeping in line with the drug metaphor, it's it's like if your teenager is going out and partying a lot, it's 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 sorry, it's the difference between uh, telling them no and then having them do whatever they want, or uh, basically teaching them how to do it safely. Yes, you know? I say and no. We haven't, well, <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me. Well, and when Oliver left, he still saw Laurel as a non-combatant, and she has become a combatant in his absence, whether he likes it or not. She's not as skilled as everyone else. And the flying bunch. She's still making <laughs> poor funny. decisions, but literally everyone. And it was it was a poor decision smorgasbord tonight. It was bad across the board. Everyone's an idiot. <laughs> Aww. But she <laughs> so hard. Ev- She's so hard. Everyone's an idiot. <laughs> you heard me when we were watching. But she has gotten better. She has gotten more on the job experience, so to speak. What she hasn't quite pinned down yet is the difference between street fighting and boxing. 
Boxing, you have a certain area to fight in, you have one opponent, and that's where your focus is. Street fighting, you have limitless space, and your focus needs to be divided so you can be right. aware of what's right. around you. Right. Laurel was trained to have specific focus as a boxer. Good she point. needs that awareness training, and she doesn't have it yet. Which is why she took a pair of needles to the throat, because she did not see it coming. Twice! She doesn't yeah. have that training. It that happened, be the pair. It happened twice in, in, in what, two days? Do we know how long she was on the table? I don't say know. overnight. Right? So probably so two days. I don't know, but this is what I do want to say about, since you said on the table, in regards to Katie Lotz, I mean Katie Lotz, whoa, where did that come from? Katie Cassidy. <laughs> I, I thought she did an excellent job. This whole episode, her Lying acting was table? phenomenal. Yeah. No, no, I mean, okay, she... I'm she you do prone great. <laughs> there were several really so excellent moments, which I'll get into later, but at one point, I was a tearjerker. Not when she was going into shock on the table, though that was an excellent job as well. Yeah. yeah. But I just kudos to her and her acting. I'm not, you know, putting yeah. her down by any means. Oh no, she did a great job. Oh, yeah. 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 Her acting was incredible. Her character made dumb choices, but again, so did everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah. And she didn't write it. <laughs> um, I will, we'll, we'll get back into her, but we know so. Okay, okay. Um, Malcolm happened to be just a little bit of everywhere and just a little bit of the right time every single time. He's he just letting himself in places. He's a right. Cat. He doesn't believe in doors. Just, just walks on through. But it's like, how do you always know where to be and when to be there? It's like he's waiting. He's like a cat. <laughs> you spying. can't get rid of a cat who wants to be there. It's a ninja training. Is that what that is? He just knows. He just knows to be there when the DJ comes, and he just knows (laughs) to be there when they're talking to Oliver about all sorts of stuff. He has a skeleton key made of charisma and lies. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that key. Charisma Uh, and lies. I like to call it the (laughs) protagonist sense. You know, like because the the, a protagonist is always where they need to be at the right time. Yep. And since they're kind of pushing him in that direction, it's becoming more fine tuned. So no matter what he's doing, he could be washing the dishes. He has ESP. Like, there's, <laughs> there's an important story point happening elsewhere. <laughs> Go, throws his hood on. Goes. I'm like Superman. I know where I'm needed. <laughs> well, what's interesting is, okay, so basically he says the only way that we can beat Roz is for all three of us to team up. We have to tell Thea. We clearly saw that Thea is not quite ready for that situation. No. Do did anybody else feel surprised about her reaction? I was surprised I thought, there was an anger. And yes. then the anger happened in a different direction. And it was like, okay, this makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I thought it was a dream. To be honest with you, I, I was like, wait, did somebody get Charles Vertigo? Well, or immediately, she took it so well. Yeah, I, and that was my prediction. People asked me what my prediction was, and I totally thought that this whole I'm telling Thea thing was going to be a vertigo trip. So when it was reality, I kept waiting for somebody for him to wake up on a table. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and when that didn't happen, and like you guys said, and she just said, thank you. Uh, that's it because Thea's been so adamant about tell me the truth tell me the truth you're lying you're lying you're lying if I get one more lie I'm just gonna be out of here so the fact that she and this is very mature of her but the fact that she took it and went oh my god all those times that I thought you were lying to me or that you were being flaky I was getting so ticked off at you you were saving lives 
she was able to put the pieces into place with that reveal. It was, oh yeah, he's been lying to me this whole time, but it's been for a good cause, and he's been doing these good things, and it cast it in a much better light. And when it starts with, I need to show you something, he could have been showing her his murder basement. For all, <laughs> murder yeah, basement. For all she would have known. So it, this was probably the best case scenario. Right. Why she got mad at Malcolm is because Oliver telling the truth revealed Malcolm's lies. Right. And that she was not prepared to handle. Right. Uh, okay, so now that we've covered the the Thea knowing that Oliver is the arrow and we were talking a minute ago about situational awareness it really started to bug me tonight that people it's one thing when Malcolm Merlin shows up in the arrow cave and nobody notices till he starts talking but tonight Thea showed up in the arrow cave and nobody noticed till she started talking I mean someone's in shock on the table no was saying things but like Somebody just waltzes into the arrow cave and nobody realizes Why until they're like, Seriously. She has the passcode and she also has ninja training. Ninja training light, but nonetheless. Yeah. But shouldn't anyway, somebody Tari had something to say. Yeah. You had a thing. Oh, um, yes. I was just saying that she's already uh, she being Thea, Thea already had her big blow up. I mean, she went to Court of Maltese because of the lies, so it didn't make sense for her to be like, Oh, I'm gonna be so mad I'm gonna leave again because she's already had that. She's gotten her patience training. She's now a mature adult who's gone through a bunch of stuff. Like, so for her to be able to just put it all together and go, okay, I understand the gravity of the right. situation. I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I was just going to piggyback off of that. I was going to say it shows the evolution of her and how, who she's become. I'm going to interrupt this conversation for our first trivia question, though. <laughs> yeah. So, again, I mentioned you can watch us live on YouTube. If you do so, we throw out trivia questions. Be sure when you are on our YouTube channel that you like, comment, and subscribe. Yay! Okay, so... Because you love us. And we love you back. Yes. For uh, my first trivia question, since we are talking about Thea, Willa Holland lent her voice to what video game character? Oh, I feel like I should know this. So, if you know the answer, make sure you tweet hashtag ABTVera. And we'll be checking the feed. All right, so let's see. What should we move on to next? Let's just talk about this DJ friend of... Because first of all, first of all, can I just can I just say, we got a really, really good tweet earlier, and I want to... Where is it? By Andre Doty. The Verdant is searching for a new DJ. Please submit your resume. (laughs) It's great. Laughed out loud when I saw that. Well done, sir. (laughs) And I don't want to be anywhere near Verdant because that's Um, where everything goes down. Yeah, Yeah. but I will say, okay, first of all, let me just talk about this DJ. Okay, Okay, ladies, (laughs) he comes in here all arrogant. That's, first of all, not attractive. Second of all... Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 And just because she had one interaction that was really weird and awkward when she went down into the tunnel with Roy yelling at her brother, what have you, I want something simple. Let's just have sex. Really? I mean, it's that simple. That can be simple. Yeah. It's a distraction. Mm-hmm. Until and he tries to poison you. Stand. Yeah. That does tend to come. That was clever, though. I loved I loved that moment in the script. I knew something. Well, you guys actually had mentioned it out loud when she was taking the drink, and all of a sudden you see her take a sniff and a whiff. And there's... Okay. 
I understand that Thea is really upset at Malcolm for lying to her, blah, 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 manipulating. The list goes on. However, <laughs> yeah. in essence, on <laughs> that just saved your life, homie. Because if it wasn't for your father's training, you would have never known. You would have blissfully taken a drink of that wine and you would have been out. Flip side, if it wasn't for her father's training, she wouldn't be in the situation in the okay. first place. True. Uh-huh. True. But somewhere in the mix, here's the you thing. Can't but, you can't blame but, him and then thank No, him. wait. Hold, please. Hold, please. Thea's already a Hold target. Him. Thea's already a target because of her relation to Oliver. Even as we saw in the flashbacks, Amanda Waller's first thing she went for when Oliver said, you can't do anything to my mom. She's a public figure. You're right. But actually, there's this girl, her name is Thea, and yeah, she's an addiction. She, she might be able to exploit that. She wasn't a target for the League until Merlin dragged okay, her into this. But what I'm Oliver saying is... had made his peace with the League before Merlin dragged him into well, this. No, 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 you're totally right. But what I'm saying is, somewhere in her life, at some point in time, with Oliver being involved, as many things as he's being involved with... Somehow, Thea is going to be in danger. There's no way she's not. Yes, but she wouldn't have been in league-specific danger were it not for Merlin dra- drugging her and dragging drugging her? her into this. Dude does not get—he doesn't get a pass for this. He yeah. trained her, fine, sure, whatever. He trained her for his own selfish purposes for his failed Xanatos gambit. He doesn't get the okay. Yeah, if you follow it back far enough. I mean, I get it, enough, I get it. But okay, okay, so then maybe, okay, <laughs> and this is my own personal thing then. Okay, you're right, you're right, I'll give you that. But I would still want to have that cool kick-ass training, so I don't, uh, <laughs> You know where you can get that cool From kick-ass your training? At a licensed dojo. <laughs> Oh, shut up. They have a great benefit. So anyway, I have an answer to our trivia question. (laughs) (laughs) So at Zewas, I don't know if I said that right, it's (laughs) Z-E-W-O-S-S. I love that your response says, IMDB says (laughs) she voiced Aqua in Kingdom Hearts. That is why I should have known that. Oh my! How did I not make that? I, I love that you put that. Myself. That IMDb says. I would have. I would have. I w- yeah, uh, no, but I would have believed well, that you just knew it out of He's here. not the only one to answer. We also got it from Alicia Perez, Daniel at Tweet Danny Tweet, and Jermaine Parchment, who gave us the franchise but not the name. Andy Epsilantis, who seems to know everything. Nice job, bro. Uh, the confused man, who also knows. How did I miss? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know when Stephen Mel's birthday is? No. Or maybe somebody else does. <laughs> yeah, no, you can yes, I have a trivia question. It's a pretty I easy know one. This. Oh, my God. Okay, well, while no, Katie mourns, let's move on. It <laughs> makes you feel any better. I didn't know either. And I, too, am a Kingdom Hearts fan. Oh. Not like me, bro. Oh. Not like me. Oh, okay, so well. going back to DJ, I don't like you. <laughs> DJ, I don't like you. Yeah, that's his name now. I was just very thoroughly upset with that scene. So anyhow, <laughs> he was a little bit... Well, he was already off and cuckoo to me anyways. But the line that got me, and I may misquote, so if I do, forgive me. But when Merlin... For, okay, first we get Roy barging in, saving the day, who didn't quite save the day. And then you have the dog, Archa, come in. I don't buy that Roy has protagonist sense. Why was he there? Break the door. Oh, please. He's probably stalking her because <laughs> yes, he... Yes, here's yes. the thing. He saw the kiss. That's the thing, is he walked outside and saw Willa, I mean, excuse me, Thea, Thea <laughs> kiss him and walk off, and you saw the dagger to his heart, but maybe just something inside of him thought, 
Let me see what they're going to do. What if he very clearly <laughs> followed them back to her apartment? Yeah. Was he suspicious or just jealous? Is Maybe this protagonist both. sense or is this creeper? It's probably a little bit of I both. I think it's a little bit of both. Because right, he, right. he didn't just immediately follow. He had to go back, get yeah. the costume yeah. on, <laughs> and then stake out, wait for the perfect moment. He had a lot of time to but think dude, this through so and change his was, mind. Why He was Not sitting outside the door the entire time. Fast the DJ works. True. It Very could true. have been six minutes. But even in the amount of time it took him to put the costume on. He could have gone, this is creepy. <laughs> but it's Roy. It's Roy. This is the series that gave us Ray Palmer and refused to frame any of the first half of the season as creepy, despite the fact that it was. So the fact that Roy has done this, the writers don't seem to be aware of where the creeper line is for a lot of characters. So, hey, but- why not? <laughs> what I want to know is, was Roy standing out there the whole time they were having sex? He's like, sure. ear to the door. <laughs> yes. Waiting for something. I would like to imagine that it was uh, the exact scene from the first season where Tommy is standing outside and and (laughs) where the windows open and it's like yeah, it's perfect recreation of that scene except he's in his archers (laughs) and hopefully they're playing I bet my life instead of radioactive because Imagine Dragons has had a few more hits yeah. And it, like, okay. I will never let go of that. Merlin didn't show up very long after either. So he so was I can, It's like I can imagine him coming up to the door, be like, "What are you doing, man? Hey, what you You're, going first? Can I, can I borrow that? Can I borrow that glass? Wait, wait, wait. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait. Go, you daughter. go first. I'll, I'll go in thirty seconds after. Okay, ready? One, go. two, three. Go. Uh, we already have an answer to your trivia oh, question. Nice. Yes, Andy Epsilantis, who again knows everything. May eighth, nineteen eighty one. Is he right? Yes, he is. Wow. Oh. oh. Also. Kathleen Safel, you're my new favorite commenter. Thank you. She oh. said I'm her new favorite host. Aww. Nice. I thought you were going to say ho. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> okay, is that how you go? I'm sure she'll put on her red archer garb and listen at my door. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Kathleen, that got creepy. So, so did the show. <laughs> uh, and, well, actually, where I was going with this whole DJ conversation Please was really there. Was really the point was not any of that, but just to say how when he and Thea start fighting, and she's like, "Who are you?" or "What are you doing?" or something, and he's like, "My master. I work for my master." There you go. Cool. Oh, oh honey, no. Okay, <laughs> he's probably working you, but okay. Uh, and then when he does the whole. I'm going to go somewhere where you would never go or something. When where he you said, won't follow. Yeah, yeah, exactly, with his whole suicide what have you. <laughs> that is the least subtle cyanide capsule I think I have ever seen. That had to have been in his pants or his shirt somewhere the entire time and completely overlooked during the makeout and undressing process. Apparently. Just, I, guys' pockets aren't subtle. <laughs> They're not. I mean, and I don't they know. they've got a tube in their pocket, you're going to notice. Or, it could have been. Or other things. Is that cyanide wow. in your pocket, or are you happy to see me? <laughs> wow. Yes, I will. Okay. It's, it's okay. the Idris Elba Mike Wire picture. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for knowing what I'm talking about. I would like to go back to talking about Laurel and the whole Vertigo situation and actually getting into that, because we yeah. finally got to see Katie Lotz come back, which was nice. However, you know, Vertigo brings out all your truths. I thought it was really great the way they did write it, as far as her truth being... Her fear is what everybody has been saying, as far as maybe... Fans, I'm not going to speak for you, but from what I hear, the people that are the angry fans, or even what Oliver is thinking, which is, like, you're a fraud, you're fake. Well, he doesn't think she's fake, but she's 
Not he does say she's not a hero. Yeah, which is like, oh, honey. But she says the same thing back to him. Well, no, she says that he's not allowed to talk about being an adrenaline junkie. She said something about a hero oh, too. Or she said, I'm a hero. Oh, maybe that's it. He, she just says, I'm a hero. He's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No. They're, they both had really good points, I think, because Oliver's right. She is a junkie, and if you get off of one addiction, it's extremely easy to replace it with something else. Right. Which is why so many alcoholics become born-again Christians. They replace their addiction with religion, which is another addiction. It's an amazing right. comparison. Right. It's true! I know, it's an amazing comparison. But it's that sort of thing. She kicked the alcohol addiction and she replaced it. She was doing pills for a little while. And replaced it with being a superhero, because that's the high that removes her from reality. If it's not one thing, it's another. I mean, and it's better than drugs. Is, uh, it? is it really? I mean, both can end in It's death. a very that's different true. way to die. That's true. And so Oliver has a point in saying she's an addict, she's chasing this. And she has a really good point in that he doesn't have any room to talk. Right. No, right. he used to kill people. Yeah. yeah. A lot of them, in fact. Yeah. He doesn't have any room to talk. Yeah. Sirius kind of glanced over that, oh, we were out helping people. Yeah, he was also out murdering people for most of first season, but we don't talk about that. Yeah, no, no one talks about it man. anymore. It's it's in the past. No one misses those people that are dead. <laughs> exactly. They were all on the list. Screw them. <laughs> they were bad people. <laughs> oh, I'm getting tweets. Okay, are you so, now? Yeah, I'm getting tweets. Um, so no, hear. but... Oh, go ahead. No. <laughs> How dare you? No, 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 no. I just wanted to go back into really quick her trips as far as the conversations that she was having with her sister. And and what I really liked about the way this episode, the direction that it went, because we saw the conversation with her and her dad. And when Detective Lance was prying the first time he came around and mentioned, you know, the girl with the boy hair. Um, <laughs> you, yeah. you are totally like 50 some odd years old I, but he's like really you know the girl are. the boy hair told me you know that it wasn't Sarah and you could tell he was fishing around trying to get an answer and in my mind I honestly thought he realized that Sarah was dead and that's the answer he was fishing for not realizing he was just fishing to find out like it's okay I know you're the canary too while she's gone so when that second speech came along and he said that, I went, oh, God. Yeah. No, poor, I think he's been guy. in denial the entire time. That once he found out, okay, that's not Sarah, the immediate reaction is someone's wearing her suit because she is extremely dead. And until you get confirmation, you want to deny that for as long as you possibly can. Yep. And so he did until getting confirmation. So right. I think he knew and just didn't want to know. But that was a really strong scene. Yes, yeah. that, that was amazing. Really well that was the best scene in the episode. Yes. Yeah, it's great. One of the best scenes of the series. Yeah, it's yeah. It, powerful. Yeah, I very good. Really got like, uh, like oh, I didn't need those heartstrings. Please rip them right yeah. out of my chest. But the thing is, is it also followed prior to, which led to her actually telling her dad. And I'm glad that they did it that way because. People had already told Laurel. I don't remember who, and I apologize, but people had already suggested that, you know, shouldn't we tell, tell him? him? I think Roy had mentioned it last episode, but she was so busy trying to protect him, and the fact that when she had her trip, and when it was not the real Lance, but had her by the throat, and he was saying, I deserve the right to mourn my daughter's death. I deserve the right to know. How dare you? You're taking that away from me. So to have that scene and then turn around and have her actually go... Oh my God! It, it's time because that's her subconscious yeah. talking. 
she yeah. knows it's not the right thing to do, yeah. and she kept doing it, and she finally got, I hesitate to say reality check, because she was tripping. Yeah. But it finally came to the surface enough for her to go, yeah, I need to do the thing. Yeah. And for once, she didn't let the, yeah, I'm at high risk, my heart might give out, throwaway statement, put her off. I, I will say this, though, and it is obviously a normal reaction when you find out that someone you love has has passed. You you do one of those where you might hunch over and, and grab your heart because you're so sad. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, the show's not going to make him have a heart attack. Really? I'm really glad that they did I'm glad they did, too. That, that would have been, that been terrible. That would have yeah. been cheap. Yeah, yeah. That would have been extremely cheap. It's it was enough for it to be a deterrent for Laurel for her to be worried about that. We didn't need to see that happen. Right. So, right. Good on you show for showing restraint. So do you guys think now too since he knows that Laurel is now stepping into the canary role, A is he going to tell her no, I can't lose another daughter? B is he going to start asking more information about the arrow and what's going on behind the scenes? C, he's going to bug her to get more training. Yeah, really. I mean, that's a great option, too. If she's going to be out there anyway, she needs to be prepared. Well, speaking of training, that leads to my next trivia question. So, for those (laughs) of you who are David Ramsey fans, what forms of martial arts has David Ramsey trained in? Ready, go. No. Uh, (laughs) Okay, just kidding. (laughs) But while, while I've proposed that question to you, going back, we'll just wrap up Laurel a little bit talking about Felicity and her and Felicity had a moment after Laurel came back from her trip and she's sitting on the table and Felicity I I do enjoy the speech, I call them speeches but the speech that she gave to Laurel when she had told her pretty much be you and you know Sarah had her demons and you're not her, you are not her and everyone's said that but the way that Felicity said it to me was just far more penetrating and to say you have this light be you because Felicity is not doing it with an air of you need to hang up the suit condescension. Right. Which is about the same way that everyone else has been treating it. Right. I will say this. My first thought, though, when she said that was, A, find your own identity, right, of who you are as a hero. But then I thought, and I know this goes against the comic, new identity, so therefore shouldn't you embody a new role? Don't be the Black Canary because Sarah is a Black Canary. Who can you be? Find somebody else and be a different hero. Wasn't Sarah just canary, though? Yeah. She okay. Just she added a word to the title. Oh, totally different. Oh, like yeah. the narrow arrow yeah. in the hood. Just like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't actually but you know what? Okay. Find your own identity in the role that you've chosen. Okay. Don't be Sarah. Be you. Okay. I can take that. I would love for the show, and I know people can get mad at me, but I would love for the show to have her... Take on a new identity and not be the Black Canary. And I will She's say this. Dinah Lance. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you like, need yeah. Dinah Lance to be Black Canary. Yeah. I'm going to shut you down for 2.2 seconds and just say this. As, as I was reading something that one of the producers had written, not written, but he was interviewed and he had mentioned, you know, everyone was talking about Elicity, 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 and then Stephen Mills talking about her being Endgame, but then everybody else is getting upset because it's supposed to be Laurel. Laurel's the love of his life, according to the comic book. So, how the producer addressed this, and this may change in the future, but he had said, Look, we are in partnership with DC Comic. They did create the skeleton. They do have their version, but at the same time, this is slightly our version too. So if we veer off a little bit, in some senses, we are our own 
entity, so that can change. Certain things can change. It's an adaptation. Exactly, because Felicity, is, for an adaptation. Felicity was never part of the, like, you know what I mean? Like, Nor certain, was Diggle. Diggle. Exactly, but he's become, and we've we've embraced him, we love him, and he we, we wouldn't have Team Arrow without him. And they've so, introduced him into the comics now, too. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Of that. So, who's to say that Laurel couldn't get a new identity? Who's to say that Felicity can't be Endgame? You know, I mean, it might upset people, but I'm just saying it's a loose interpretation. Right. Things change. Yeah. And piggybacking off of that, I personally really enjoy Lawyer Laura Lance. Yeah. Laurel Lance. Lawyer Laura Lance. 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 Um, So, I mean, if she did decide to, like, hang up the canary outfit and decided to be their their long law arm, uh, I think that would be great. Yeah. Team Arrow's got a lawyer on retainer. Yes. Yeah, that would be amazing. They're probably going to need one eventually. Yeah. They're probably going to need several. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm going to read. Sorry, we've gotten some responses to the <laughs> trivia question. Can I, can I read this yes. response? Yes, yes, yes. Helix Marsilius. Captain Lance took the news better than I thought. He didn't drop dead. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. We thought the show was going to go for the extra drama. <laughs> Holy cow, dude. Okay. Dark. So I really appreciate quick. it. Answers to our question. We have Stay Sinners who says Muay Thai. A Ron 06. Oh, can you all stick around permanently every Wednesday? Yes, that is the plan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they like us. Helix, okay, okay so at Z Was. He says, uh, again, from IMDb. <laughs> you are such a cheater! <laughs> Stop it! Okay, read his responses last then, because we've got people who at least don't admit to cheating. Okay, so <laughs> and Helix Marsilius, Jeet Kundo, Jeet Kundo, Taekwondo, Kickboxing, and Boxing from Kylia, I think is how you pronounce that. Kickboxing, Taekwondo, and Kickboxing. <laughs> and from Andy Epsilanus. He trained really hard he's a, black, he's a black belt in Jeet Kune Do and has studied Taekwondo. He's also boxed, though that's not really a martial art. Oh, those are all correct Whoa. answers, and all the same answer. I was going to say the same answer that at ZWAS gave us as well, too. So, yes. Yeah, but he's not in the hashtag. Oh, well, he's tweeting at me. Well, that doesn't <laughs> count. He's disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rules. Well, I, don't, I don't disqualify. I don't disqualify you because you're tweeting at me, yeah. so it's okay. He just likes Alicona better. That's fine. I Whatever. Mean, that's okay. The people in the hashtag like me. Rude, rude. <laughs> Do you see what you guys are doing? Just you're ripping our team apart. You're tearing me apart. <laughs> Parallels team. Come on, come on. Come on. Across the table. Okay. Thank you, Tari. All right, all right. Let's see. Where am I at? Where am I at? Okay, so last thing I want to talk about are the flashbacks, because in the flashbacks we see that Maceo cleverly lied to Oliver as insurance in case he got caught, which of course he did get caught. Cleverly as in this idiot's going to get caught. I have to have a backup plan. You know that's what it was. Yeah, but I do enjoy, what I enjoy about him at this point in the show during a flashback is how loyal he is because he could have just hopped ship and been like peace dude you got caught mm, sorry for you <laughs> but he came back and I, I like that he does mention that he gave Oliver wrong information because he knew that he would crack under yeah. torture that's not <laughs> yeah. the biggest vote of confidence and then came back for him anyway yeah but that's the thing he could have to do that. dude good job everyone that's Wait a not beat. a great idea no. No. Okay, so random quick note, which is addressed during the show, but I still feel the need to mention, is when Oliver had called his mom and was like, Mom, and got her voicemail, left a message, and then he got taken out, all of us sat there and went, 
Wouldn't she have gotten that message? Right. No, I called that one. You did? That yeah. they sent agents in and would have deleted it off of the voicemail because this is back when you had the big clunky answering machine that sat uh-huh. on the table. Uh-huh. And see, and my response was, no, he didn't push one. Press one to send your message. <laughs> I don't think you have to do that on a payphone. Oh, uh, well, sometimes you call people and I, their voicemail is weird and you have to push one at the end because something happened. I don't think the queens would have that. Okay, well. <laughs> they're anyway, rich, honey. Uh, uh, they have a butler that uh, personally takes messages. Me. And they <laughs> straight up said, yeah, we sent someone in and deleted the message. Oh. All right, well, really quickly, I didn't realize we've talked as much as we have. Or maybe our clock is broken. I am not quite that sure. That clock is not Correct. It's okay. Not moving. Okay. That's probably a good sign. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, we've been. Okay. We have a clock that tells us how long we go. And apparently, according to our clock, it's been an hour and six minutes. And that is not. Yeah, correct. I don't think that's accurate. No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, either way, I think it's about time we've covered most things. I do want to definitely get into our news, gossip, we, we need and to predictions. Cover the last bit of the flashbacks. Oh, they're back in Starling. Yes. yes. Okay. The Sorry. Are in Starling City, and the present is on the island. I. Show what? Well, and we what? we talked as we were uh, exiting where we were watching about how the flashbacks are actively retconning the show as they go. When the show started, he was very very clear about the fact that he spent five years, years on an island. island. He spent what a year cumulatively two, two and a half, and then went to Tokyo, then went home for a while. Apparently, how did no one know? I, I, okay, show we need to see how the show plays this because. How no one could have noticed him. How he couldn't have gotten out long enough to... We'll see. Who knows? Starling's we'll see. a big Who knows? city. Maybe it has been five on. years and we don't know about it. And this is how he does come back. Well, it's like if if the Kardashians show up somewhere in L.A., everyone's going to know, oh, it's so-and-so Kardashian or so-and-so Jenner. Ta-da, Pictures everywhere. <laughs> you wouldn't, but the general public in L.A. Yeah. is obsessed yeah. with celebrities. Yeah. The Queen family has celebrity status in Starling City, especially Oliver, who is a well-known playboy who disappeared. If he shows up in public, people are going to notice. He's got long hair and a beard. No one will He's got the flashback hair, which I'm increasingly fascinated (laughs) by his flashback hair. Tonight, for the first time, I was... Oh, he's got the the 90s, what, like uh, Kyle MacLachlan and Twin Peaks quaff, but... Uh, Oliver's flashback hair tonight for the first time I became very very fixated on it and in the future I don't know Uh, (laughs) but in the future whenever this show runs its course hopefully it it lasts a good long time but one day there's going to be an amazing supercut on the internet tracking the evolution of Oliver's flashback hair and I am so looking forward to that because seriously I don't know what it is his hair has captured my imagination in a way that I cannot account for it will be on Instagram it will have its own account somebody make an Oliver flashback Flashback hair uh, retrospective Twitter, yeah. for Maybe me eventually, yeah. Okay, so really quick, sorry I'm going to cut you guys off because we are running out of time, but I okay. do want to make sure we get to news and gossip, so let's get our news and gossip going. All right, next week I will bring you pictures. Unfortunately, we didn't get our pictures in today, but we do have fun videos. Now, remember when I told you guys about the John Barrowman special and I didn't have it queued up? Sorry today. Hopefully it is queued up properly so we can take a peek. If you did not see our after show I'm just going to let you know what was going on we were talking about last week. Is Basically he participated in a documentary which studied why people are homosexual and he wanted to find out if he was gay by choice or if he was predisposed genetically. So he's about to go walk in and take a penile Detector. Is this going to be not safe for work? Do no. we need to warn this? No, it's okay. okay. Push play. It's okay. So this is the room where we do the testing. And uh, essentially, what should we do? It's really funny. 
fun. Okay. You're going to love it. All right. So you're going to watch 10 different clips. Researcher Alan Rosenthal will show John images of men and women, and the plethysmograph will monitor how he reacts. Okay. And you'll be wearing this, you do this for a friendly living. little cage. Yeah. How fabulous. Yeah, it pays well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. And so you'll... you'll Is this just... in case I make a mess? No, that's just for, you know, hygienics and that sort of thing. So or anyway, really it's on YouTube. It's an hour it. long, but if you want to watch it, please be sure. Uh, I apologize. I don't have the title on me. I um that on my part. But if you were to put in your search bar, John Barrowman John Penis Documentary. <laughs> I mean, you could do that John too. John Barrowman, The Making of Me. Thank you, The Thank Making you. of Me. Okay, and then we'll set up our next clip. So, we got to see a little Katie Lott's action. It was nice to have her back. And I found a clip of her fighting in studio with, I don't know if it's a partner or trainer, but check it out. It's really good. She knocked somebody out, if you guys are listening. On accident. She just kicked someone in the phone. So, yes, if you are listening to our podcast, which we love you for, make sure you also watch us on YouTube. You can see these fantastic videos that I take the time to cue. (laughs) All right, and then I have one last video. If you get a chance, we can pull that one up. But while that's pulling up, if you guys are wondering what she's been up to, she's been working on a movie called 400 Days. Um, let's see what I can tell you about that. Let's see. Oh, interesting fact is in this movie, 400 Days, Brandon Routh is also going to be in it, as well as Tom Cavanaugh, who is from The Flash. So mm. keeping it all in the family. Nice. Okay. Oh, this is just from a Dallas Comic Con that I thought was pretty funny. But to set it up, he's basically talking about the fact that he bought a new home and Stephen Amell came and stayed at his house. Him and his husband went down the street to his dad's house while Stephen Amell spent the night in one of their beds. Oh, and his boyfriend thinks Stephen Mills cute. Scott! Scott! Honey, I've got your coffee! There's silence. (laughs) And I go, Scott! Scott! And I walk, no, there's nothing wrong. I walk walk into the bedroom and I see this. He's sniffing. Should I leave? And he went, no, but the bed smells wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> he was sniffing the goddamn bed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's our clip. We, we love I will John. never wash those sheets again. <laughs> I, know, I thought this was cute. It was funny. Anyway, so that is my news and gossip. Let's get into I some. I have a gossip. Oh, 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 please, please do. Green Lantern. I'm glad somebody brought this oh. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Who's a fan? Evidently, someone asked if Diggle was going to become Green Lantern. Become ah. John Diggle instead of John Stewart. And there was an I can't say yes, but I can't say no mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. Which is the perfect troll answer that gives us everything and nothing all at once and keeps the conversation going. So, could it be? Maybe. We don't know. But he doesn't even know. No. One of the things he said is that he doesn't even know. If he knew, if he did know, he couldn't tell us. He said, but he said that they honestly haven't even told me anything. Yeah, that's the you can't say yes, can't say no part. But it has been thrown out. I will say that Cupid is going to return, but I'll tell you guys more about that next episode. We'll talk. We'll talk. What but let's get into some predictions. Villains. And now. 
Okay, I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw it to the jazz hands over there and make you predict first. I don't even know. I just (laughs) I I spent a lot of time frustrated with this episode and not really looking forward because the last thirty seconds, like, okay, we have flip flopped literally everything. We know Slade's coming back. We heard him in the voiceover for the trailer. We know that's this next episode. What they're on the island to learn. What everyone's greatest conquering fears. Yeah, is anyone's guess. Because I don't think Slade Wilson is Oliver's greatest fear. What if Oliver's really afraid of swinging spiky logs? Yeah, that that seems like a legitimate fear. I faced Slade, I faced Ra's al Ghul, but that swinging log... It's a big log! It's not the island, because he'd even said to Thea, eventually you get used to it and it becomes home. So he doesn't fear the island, there's definitely something there. Well, I think that, I personally think it is his fear is becoming a killer again. Good call. Mm. Yeah, this whole season has been essentially an arc about him becoming human, and now Merlin is asking him to become a monster, or a weapon, I guess. Right. Um, So I think that is his biggest issue, and that's what he's going to have to overcome. You go. Oh, me? That's a really good analysis. Yes, we're going down the line. It's pattern recognition. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Um... Okay, so yeah, we there was a number of paradigm shifts tonight. <laughs> um, so seeing how that plays out going forward, and seeing how the bond between Thea and Oliver now that it's all out in the open, seeing how that develops, I'm looking forward to very much. And seriously, I know I keep harping on it, but I'm really, really anxious to see how they're handling Lazarus Pits because they've confirmed that Lazarus Pits are a part of the show. I'm assuming we're not going to see anything till much closer to the end of the season. But I want that. Do you think they'll be able to actually defeat Ra's al Ghul and then stinger for the season, have him come out of a Lazarus pit? You would think that would be part of it, right? I mean, but then, okay, two, uh, if you go back, right, Merlin died, came back. We don't really know how, do we? Merlin said that he learned to fake death. He was never actually dead on that rooftop. Okay. He was just screwing with Oliver. Also okay. magic herbs. It's a magical magic yeah, magic yeah, Which is why Oliver there. still doesn't have a gaping chest wound that really should hurt every time someone hits him. But oh, now, okay. but now, <laughs> like Merlin says, uh, even though... Okay. Even though Nanda Parbat is <laughs> stop it. Even though <laughs> even though Nanda Parbat is remote, Razogul must have heard about it. And I love the image of Razogul eating a hot pocket, watching TV, flipping channels, going, "Hey, hey." Um, <laughs> I killed that guy. But so you know, we knew it already. But it's we're starting this trek. And we're building now towards the end, and the the alliances are shifting, the paradigms are changing, and it's just all building towards this this end game. And it seems more and more like we're gonna see this unified front mm-hmm. of people that ordinarily would never be yes. working together to try and take down Ross Ogle, which is super cool. That's actually where I was going to go with my prediction as well, too. And even them going to the island, I know that I think I read somewhere that Deadshot's not necessarily going to be... Not Deadshot. Deadshot. Both Deadshot and um, Slate are not necessarily going to be let out and freed, but I do think that everybody is going to become a unified force because at the end, the big is going to be up against the League of Assassins versus... Uh, 
Team Arrow. There you go. <laughs> and company. I don't know. I, I like Team Arrow. And- <laughs> a bunch of turkeys with swords. Team turkeys. So anyhow, but my last prediction will be that now that Oliver has swallowed his pride, as you, if you will, and he saw Laurel just go in with her punches or what have you when she fought Vertigo, that he's going to actually... When he gets back from the island, he's got his own things to deal with, but I think that he will start training her as well. He'll finally accept Laurel as wanting to fight and train her, so that way she has the ability to be a little bit more aware, as we were talking about. And they're going to need all the help they can get. Yes. I wonder if Roy and Diggle won't pick up the slack and start training her while everyone else is off. Maybe. She sure isn't going to get training from Merlin. Forget that guy. (laughs) But with that said, unfortunately, guys... We have run out of time. So, we're about to wrap this up, but thank you so much for joining us here on AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. My name is Allie Conan Bradford, and you can follow me at Kiss My Passport. Oh, and if you haven't had a chance, please look at my channel, subscribe. I did this episode, yes, on Stephen Amell. It's called Boys and Beauty with Allie Kona. Ladies, you'll have a great time. Men, I appreciate your support. Subscribe. <laughs> you may not want my beauty tips, but you never we know, have a lot man. of fun. I am Lex Michael, Twitter handle at the Lex Michael, and I always appreciate a good beauty tip. Okay, see, see, something for everybody. <laughs> but just the tip. Just the tip. Just the, just the tip. Isn't <laughs> that a crazy Oh, answer. I just got that. I just got that. <laughs> I'm dealing with a lot of preverts. Yes. Uh, Duh. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Katie Cullen. Tari doesn't believe in tips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Katie Cullen. Just you can find up. me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on the Star Wars Rebels panel. And if you're at Gallifrey One this weekend in Los Angeles, I will be there. I will be conducting interviews. Find me. Get yourself an After Buzz TV ribbon. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. All right, well, thank you again for joining us. We will see you next week for another Arrow After Show. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.